Um, not supposed to be here. Uh... Aloha and welcome aboard Disney's Contemporary Resort, the Disney's Yacht Club Resort, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Beach Club Resort, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Five, four, three. If you can dream it, you can do it. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Two. One. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the cast of the Walt Disney World Resort, we welcome you to Split Stays, a Disney Dads podcast production. A show about all things Disney resorts with your host, Joe Quattrochi. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Split Stage, a show that is a little about us, a lot about resorts, and fun for all you Disney and Universal resort fans out there. My name is Joe, and tonight I'm joined by my good buddy, my brother to the north, as he always says, I'm the brother to the south, my brother to the north tonight. Justin, how are you tonight, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm tired, Joe. I'm tired. I, uh, you know, really getting close to Marathon Weekend, of course, DDP Sorcerer, we're running for base camp uh, to raise some money for those amazing kids fighting this terrible disease. And you know, I am not a runner. Like I, I've always, I've always envied runners because I think, you know, whenever you look what they're doing, you're like, wow, that's amazing. But I'm starting to learn this, that as I'm training. So today I got in uh, about 45 minutes strength training. And then after that, I did seven miles. And I'm starting to learn that like most things in life, yes, you get to see them cross the finish line at these races, but you don't see the, you know, hundreds of hours that go in, you know, uh, behind the scenes, you know, it's, it's crazy, man. And like, I just have such a respect for people who, who do this stuff because it was tough. I was in a mental, complete, uh, mental like fight today. You ever done that when you run? Like oh you're in a, goodness, it a mental all fight. The time, man. Yeah. I was, I was on like mile three and I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. And I was, I just kept telling myself, just keep going, just keep going. And, um, it's sometimes it's the way I am in the parks too, to be honest, you know, like you want to stay late and you're tired, but you're like, oh, I want to get the most out of today. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying, man, I'm doing my best. You know, you ran for a long time, but this will be the first time. Look, I, my longest run ever was eight miles and then today was seven. So that's my second longest run I've ever done. And so it's just, it's, it's a, it's a rewarding, but man, oh, good Lord. Yeah, it dude, is you're, a, you're you're a much better position than me, man. I got to do five tomorrow. I have not done as many training runs as I've wanted to, you know, having a good running like team and group. I had an amazing team back in New Jersey, bro. It's like they were, I did eight marathons. I trained my training partner, Rosalind. Um, she's actually a former Epcot cast member, which is oh, absolutely cool. awesome too. Uh, we had many, many awesome conversations about, uh, life as a college uh, program cast member when we were on runs, but having that, that group and that support system definitely helps because I'll tell you, since I moved out of, uh, New Jersey, out of DC, back down here in Florida, um, I haven't had that support and it's been really hard to get out there. And, uh, so I got to try to get out there tomorrow. So that's why our DDP sorcerer team is actually so important because, you know, you could post your runs on there. You could like lean on it on our captains over there for advice and when you're having those bad days so uh i'm telling you man i'm not looking forward to the run in january i'll be i'll be honest with you we just talked about this i am looking forward to seeing everybody down there and participating yeah. in marathon weekend but it's gonna be a rough one bro it's not gonna be 
I'm not going to be in my pristine shape as I usually am for marathon weekends. So it's going to be rough. But you're going to uh, run we'll with Dan and it. I, though. We're going to run walk this thing, man. We're going to have a blast. We're going to take pictures yeah. of the characters. It's good, dude. It's going to be so much fun. I, I can't wait. And you were talking about like the sorcerer. So I will let you know. Just the other night, which we got to get you on one of these shows, we recorded the first D- DDP Sorcerers Runaround Table uh, episode. So I like we, that. Uh, That's very creative. Yeah, Dave, the great Dave, came up with that. Um, and so we recorded that, and ton of fun. We got into we, you know, the I think it was important that we did this topic first. We talked about going couch to five k, and we talked about kind of that first step into getting into running, and really, I, I was able to ask them a lot of questions. Got into a lot of the mental aspects of things as well. Um, so excited about that. We're going to be doing that show quite a bit leading up to Marathon Weekend, and then we're going to try to keep it a once-a-month show in between races. But we'll, uh, it's it's nice to have those guys over there that are doing that because it uh, it, it's very beneficial to me because I, you know, I have a lot of questions. And, you know, it's good to know that I'm not the only one that struggles sometimes on some of these runs. It's a... It's it's kind of rewarding to to know that hey people got my back and they're gonna they're cheering me on through this. Yeah, we got some great people over there. We got people with a lot of experience, a lot of marathon and just general running experience. And you got people like myself who have run both in Disneyland and in Disney World, uh, who have a lot of the run Disney experience as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I've, I told you this before, Justin. Like I've been sick as a dog for the last like month yeah, and a yeah. half and missed a bunch of shows. So I'm on the mend here. I'm ready to go. So uh, it's nice to actually you know be able to record and not be uh, you know having an upper respiratory infection or COVID, you know, it's been, it's been crazy. So I'll be looking forward to getting on uh, one of those shows, but that's one of the reasons why we haven't had split stays in a while. And uh, in between recording some of the shows, um, we had our universal or uh, universal Halloween Horror Nights and uh, Hollow Scream uh, weekend with, uh, you know, Dan Rossi and you kind of put that on for everybody, which was an absolute blast. And I hate to say it because it's kind of like we're on a Disney feed, but yeah. That's like my favorite event, man. It's so like much fun. I it's absolutely so much you fun. have made you have made me a believer in Halloween Horror Nights and and Hollow Scream. I think Hollow Scream was my. I favorite. think you liked Hollow Scream better. I did. I loved, bro. That was absolutely amazing. I mean, it wasn't fun getting rained on, but it was fun. Um, but yeah, but but part of that experience was, um, you know, yeah, we talk about DVC right on Split. We talk about the, the Disney versus Worlds. But I'm like, you know what? We've spent the last two years at Universal's Endless Summer Resort Dockside Inn. And mm-hmm. sweets. And I'm like, this is a perfect time to really, because we have a lot of our DDB family that will also venture down to Universal Orlando, down the I-4 corridor, you know. And uh, yeah, I figure, you know, we've ha- we've stayed there twice. I know Dan has probably stayed there more, and I know you have, and we've stayed at some of the other resorts. But I'm like, let's do a split stays on some of the Universal resorts. It's kind of within the Disney bubble, like sort of. It's down the street. And uh, I really enjoyed um, this resort. So just to give you a little bit of a background, we kind of do that here on Split Stays. Yeah, Universal's Endless Summer Resort, uh, it's two parts to it. There's the Dockside Inn, and there's also the Surfside Inn and Suites. They opened at different times. Uh, the first one um, was uh, the Surfside opened back in 2019, and then kind of COVID kind of delayed the Dockside Inn and Suites. But I wanted to ask you this, Justin. Sure. And they're, they're considered value-level hotels for Universal. They're operated by Lowe's uh, Hotels and Resorts. Um, was there a reason why we chose Dockside over the other resorts at Universal? I know that's a value resort, but a reason Dockside over Surfside or a reason Dockside over Cabana Bay or Aventura? What was the reasoning behind that? Was it just pricing or what was your thoughts on that? Yeah, the, the, the thing was availability more than anything. So when we start looking at building these vacation packages, we don't know how many people are coming. So we want to make sure that there's as much availability as possible for us to be able to get everyone in the same hotel. I think that's important on these trips is for us all to be in the same hotel, especially at Universal. Like this, Joe, it's a game changer. Like, you know this, that, you know, waking up, 
walking down, being by the pool, all of us, like that's some of the best times, really. I mean, like I love the events, but being in the pool and hanging out and creating those memories there, that's that's what's really, really a lot of fun. So the thing is, is although this was our second year doing this event, one, it was bigger than the first year, but two, we intended to get an earlier start on the event, uh, on the planning phase, but it just didn't pan out that way this year. So we wanted a, a couple things. We wanted one availability. We wanted two um, to have rooms that would fit every family's need, meaning that you have not only just your standard rooms, but you also have your two bedroom suites. Um, and then also we want to make sure it's affordable. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where this dockside in the suites had more availability than the surfside, but also it's just, it, it works out for the, the affordability of having people come in town and make sure that as many people as possible can be there. Um, I will go ahead and tell you this though, Joe, because of you, we have changed where we are going for next year. Uh, next year, I can announce that we, for Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear, which we'll be putting out those dates actually really, really soon. We have uh, narrowed down the dates, so we're excited about that. And uh, But we're going to be going to Cabana Bay. And the reason for it is why? Because we can go over to uh, to uh, uh, bowl over there and uh, have a blast doing some bowling, um, which will be a ton of fun for the entire entire group. And, and that will be the next episode of Split Stays because Justin and Riley went there for, uh, they stayed, uh, Justin went after the fact, you know, because it, our, our universal trip is a adults only trip. And Justin being the father of the year that he is brought Riley mm-hmm. down there for, uh, you know, her weekend at Universal uh, Hobby Horror Nights. But I also stayed there with Jen and uh, for like a weekend and I've bowled in the bowling center there. And I will say this bowling wise, the lanes are better there than they are at Splitsville. Ooh, now, really? we did, you know we, what? We, we, we didn't have That's any of the food, but at least the the bowling itself, they actually oiled the lanes. Like so, as a, as a competitive bowler, which I am, it was a much more realistic experience. Um, so the price wasn't bad either. But yeah, no, definitely well. looking forward to that. And we may or may not be able to possibly do some sort of bowling outing or something. That's something we could definitely work on uh, going forward, uh, maybe for next year, Justin. But uh, but yeah, Cabana Bay. That will be the next episode of Split Stays. I can't wait to talk about it. I absolutely love it. It's kind of like I would say the equivalent of Pop Century if you were to do a Disney mm. comparison. And I would say, excluding the Skyliner availability, um, this may or may not be. I like it more than Pop Century. I really enjoyed my stay at Cabana Bay, but that's a topic for another show. Um, so well, that'll be the next time we do a split stays. But shifting gears back to a dockside in uh, the difference between dockside and surfside, right? You know, dockside is kind of like a, that coastal. They describe it as like a coastal, you know, retreat. The, the surfside's kind of like that that surfing kind of you know motif. Uh, for you Orlando historians, uh, if you remember the old Wet and Wild, which closed back in like the mid 2015s, uh, that's actually the site where Surfside is. It's across the street. So if you stay at Surfside, you're actually staying on site of the old uh, Wet and Wild. So you're kind of like on hollow ground there for uh, if you're uh, staying at Surfside. But um, great resorts. We stayed over on the dockside. Uh, dock, what was great about dockside was it's kind of like two sets of towers that are like kind of like a U-shaped. And they each had the equivalent of so each U-shape had a pool. So I would say there were for there was plenty of room, right, Justin? I mean, like oh, we were never we were never crowded. I mean, I know it was September, so like kids were back in school. But did you ever? I mean, we were never crowded at all, right? No, no, no. There, there was tons of room. Like that's the one good thing about that resort. So Universal got really smart. Like Disney kind of figured it out before Universal did. Um, and Disney has look. I mean, they they have the benefit of, of, of size. Like they have the benefit of, they have all the room in the world to expand and grow and build and do all those things. And Disney 
understood the fact that, you know, if you want people to stay in the bubble, you've got to make resorts that are affordable for everyone. Um, but Universal's come around to that. So Universal, with the addition of Surfside and especially Dockside, it is um, somewhere where people can go and they can have something that they can afford and also have a great time. But also Universal realized, hey, we need to make something that can house a lot of people and make it to where you don't feel like you're on top of people. And I, yep. they've done a really great job with that layout. The dual pools where there's a pool for each building uh, is really fantastic. The food court is is massive and huge. Um, I think I think that's one of the really impressive things. I have a hard time. I, you know, Joe, I I really do think that this, if we're looking, if we're calling this a value resort, okay, mm-hmm. and we're comparing it to, and like you say, take transportation out of it because that's not fair because Disney's Disney's got the the lock on the transportation. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff. Um. If we're looking at this, I just I I don't see, and I know it's newer, but I don't see how you they're even comparable. Like you can't, I don't call Art of Animation a value resort. No, Art of Animation would kind of be almost like Aventura, almost. Yes, hundred percent. Um, and I think they did such a good job with this thing that it, it and look, we're gonna see this one upped with the new hotels, um, yeah, that over, are being opened yeah. over by Epic University. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say this, you know, going back to um you know, the pools and stuff like that. I so said, we were, we never really felt crowded. We had plenty of room. The pools are huge. Um, a, a ton of, of lounge chairs there. So for our, for our purposes, we, we have plenty of shade. We have, each pool has a bar. Um, so for a value resort, you have like somewhere you can go get drinks, um, plenty of chairs to choose from. They do have some poolside activities, not on the level of like a Disney World hotel, right? But, you know, um, they, they'll tell you, check with the front desk. They have, so, like, I guess it depends on the time of year, right? If you're there for a holiday weekend, they may have some poolside activities. Some of the other things, uh, before we get into the rooms, Justin, I thought for a value resort were really incredible was um, they have a fitness center. So if you wanted to, like, not, like, go for a run outside or work out, you could actually go to a fitness center um, which Disney value resorts don't have. I mean, you're looking at maybe moderates and above or definitely d- deluxes, but to actually have a fitness center on site um, is actually a pretty good, um, you know, uh, amenity for a, a value resort. Um, Dockside also had a, a really nice game room. Uh, we saw that we kind of walked from like the one tower to like the main lobby. They have like a really big game room. Uh, I'll say this, and somebody who loves hotel merchandise, resort merchandise, each Universal Resort has a quote-unquote Universal Studios store in them. And I'll say this, man, and even Cabana Bay was a really good, we'll talk about that in the next show, um, really good merchandise inside the hotels. You know, when you're in the Disney resorts, barring a few hotels here and there, resorts here and there, like they'll, the, the resort merch is kind of like, eh, you'll see a lot of the same generic, like y- the y- specific year merchandise or whatever. But I thought the the resort merch inside of the the stores here in the universal hotels especially in Doxa, i thought they were really great what are your thoughts about like the 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 shops like you know the store that's on site there i mean they're pretty big and have a, a great mer- a great selection of merchandise you know what's funny man is there's multiple times that i've done events right at uh universal and there'll be a specific item that i want so for example two years ago there was a there was a uh jack the clown coffee mug and i wanted that like more than anything went to the parks couldn't find it anywhere in the parks. Even the tribute store couldn't get it. Went to City Walk, couldn't find it there. In the dockside shopping, I was able to find it. Like they, it's it's and I love to have the way they have it laid out. You know, the Universal kind of says, "Hey, we have like 
four or five main things that we sell. You know, we have like Simpsons, we have Potter, we have, you know, kind of the Marvel characters, um, you know, and, and they do a really, really good uh, minions. They do a really good job of isolating those. So it's really easy to go through these shops and kind of pick out what you want. I love them. I think they've done a really, really fantastic job there. Yeah, they definitely, you know, it's like you feel like you don't have to like, oh, I didn't get it at City Walk. You know, I, they'll probably have it, you know, this, unless it's something super specific, they'll probably have it at your resort hotel. So I, I thought that was actually a really nice touch. They had a really nice size store uh, inside of the lobby. The one thing I will say this, and we'll, we'll, I guess I'll go to the, the negatives right now. The, the one really downside about this resort, it's a very large resort. And even though you said like, you know, it's large where they spread people out, whatever, um, the lobby is just incredibly busy. So like your check-in experience and you're, and you're not, you're not going to get that relaxing experience at Dockside. You're not going to, as Disney world fans, right? We like to go to different resorts and different hotels and, and experience like, you know, the Grand Canyon Concourse or the Contemporary or the beautiful lobbies at, you know, Animal Kingdom Lodge or at Wilderness Lodge. This is not something that you're going to be going to dockside in as a universal fan to hang no. out in that lobby. You know what I'm saying? That's just no, that's no, no. not going to happen. So uh, that's kind of a negative. Uh, but the one thing that was in the lobby, which I thought was a nice touch. Uh, and I don't even, and Disney doesn't even have this. And I guess the concierge maybe can do it, but um, each resort has a universal planning, uh, vacation planning center in it. So mm-hmm. if you want to buy tickets, have you problems with annual passes? It's right in your resort right there. You don't have to go to the park. Like I just renewed my annual passes for Disney, right? I have to go again to a ticket booth at the TTC or at, at Epcot, you know, in the front entrance. Like if you're staying on property at the Universal Resort, you've got that vacation uh, planning center right on site. So that's a that's a nice touch to just you know have that right in your in your resort. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'll say this for as as a value resort. I think it's got a lot of other positives. Um, you know, doesn't have a lot of sit down. It doesn't really have any sit down restaurants, but it's no. got a food court. It's got a food yeah. court, right? What were your thoughts on the food court? It's the Pier Eight uh, food court, Pier Eight Market. Um, what were your thoughts about that? Uh, what it's was typical. the offerings in there? Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a kind of an extended menu. It's exactly what you would think of as, as a food court. They do have some offerings that are kind of uh, like they have some really nice like salads that I enjoyed, like a chicken Caesar salad that I got one day. Pizza is actually really good. We got pizza multiple days. Um, I will tell you this: so you do not have to. I kind of figured this out. You know me; I'm not a huge eater. Like I don't eat massive meals. Like a lot of times, I don't eat till you know later in the day. Except when you go to Mexican restaurants. Oh, dude. oh man. I thought about <laughs> I thought about going tonight. Like after I got done with my run, I didn't want to cook. I ended up stopping my Costco and getting a whole ch- like the whole chicken that's already baked. Oh wow. Four ninety nine, Joe. So I bought two it, of them because it's like four ninety nine. I'm like, why not just buy two? Um exactly. then we'll have some chicken sandwiches. Uh but yeah, man. So like they had a lot of stuff, but here's what I learned. You can get a kids meal even if you're an adult. So like I would get the kid I would get the kids pizza or the kids chicken tenders and it was more than enough food for me. And it came with a drink and a side and all that kind of stuff. So lots of great stuff there. I will tell you the one thing they didn't skimp out on is there is plenty of seating. So like if yes. you, even if you're going at noon or if you're going at like one of those busy times, uh, there is all the seating in the world for you in the quick service area. Yeah. And they have the same kind of things. They have like the self-service, um, you know, Coke machines, whatever with like the, the barcodes. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. you have unlimited refills for an hour and stuff. I remember going there and visiting you and uh, Dan was doing some work with, uh, you know, his clients. Oh, he's with, the with worst. The he's the worst. Yeah. He's a worker, man. You're lucky to have him. You know what I'm saying? So I, mean, uh, I guess, but I even told him, I was like, dude, if I see you working, this isn't there's time for work. All right. There's time for work and there's time for play. Okay. It's important to have time for play. And Dan, 
did not do a good job figuring out that weekend when it was yeah, well, time for work. He, and he when did it play was hard the one night, though. He did play hard the one night, remember? Yeah, they actually he played slurring. so hard he was, that he couldn't even be around us the next day. Yeah, he was slurring his words a little bit, but... But they, they they do have some good offerings there, man. Like they have a Starbucks as well. They have a huge Starbucks bar. So if you go there in the morning, like you know, it's a typical Starbucks line. It doesn't matter if you're in Disney or in your local city. It's the same thing. Uh, pizza delivery. Uh, there's a small bar there, the Sunset Lounge. Um, they have it in the lobby. Like I mean, it's is it something we really go out our, our way for? No. Um, compared to maybe like the lobby bar at Commander Bay, which is something we actually did go out of our way for, but uh, Sunset Lounge and, and Dockside, not really something you go, but it's nice to have. If you want to have a late night cap, it, it, uh, you know, if it's still open, you, know, you, you stop in there and you uh, you can get a drink uh, before you uh, you go to bed. They also have pizza delivery on site too as well. Yeah, they um, do. Even, even, though, even though Dan ordered pizzas off site for us, which you know we really appreciated that night when we all hung out in the room. Um, if you guys didn't know, um, we pretty much all congregated in Justin's room. There must have been what twenty of us, twenty five of us. Reminded me of college, uh, to be honest. That's yeah, I'm surprised security wasn't called, man. Me I'm surprised too. security wasn't yeah. called. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely like college, but uh, so yeah. And also too is one of the other big resort benefits um, is honestly it's staying there allows you to use universal bus transportation to uh, you know the park, City Walk, Volcano Bay. And I'll tell you this, man, we really never waited for a bus. Mm-mm. Like, I don't, I don't ever remember. I feel like every time I went outside, like there was a bus there waiting. And I remember yep. every time we walked down the escalators from city walk, there was a bus waiting. Like we never, like the days of you waiting like an hour for a bus after like magic kingdom days, like you don't experience that staying at a universal resort. That's like the one positive thing about that, that which was really great was like, you may get on a bus and wait a few minutes, but like, and it's a super quick drive. It's a super quick ride. Uh, so that was actually a really nice perk as well. Like, just you know, you can go to City Walk, you have a, a cocktail or two, you, know, you have your fun at Halloween Horror Nights, and you just take the bus home. Yeah, you just take the Dude. bus home. So uh, I'll tell you this, Joe. So the only time I took a, I did take a lift one time from the resort to to the parks. Um, we had to go. A couple of us had to go back to the resort for for something, and you guys were going to get in the holding pen at uh for for hhn and i just thought um i think it was dave and I? no who was it it was mike and i that's who it was mike and i when we when we left the resort there was actually a pretty long line it was an hhn night you know um mm-hmm. for the bus and so i got a i got a lift it was like a minute away took it i was from the hotel to in city walk in maybe 10 minutes and that's going through security the lift was like seven dollars. I mean, like you can't beat that. You can't beat you know it, dude. I mean? Yeah. So even right. if you need to take a lift, it's just so cheap because you're so close to everything. Like you're, how far would you say you are, man? I mean, you got to go over I four. You're probably maybe, Dockside, maybe three quarters, three quarters of a three quarters of a mile. I would say Cabana yeah. Bay. You're like maybe a, a quarter mile, maybe a half mile. Half mile. Yeah. I mean, but do- I mean, Dockside, Surfside are the furthest resorts from city walk. And then eventually when Epic universe opens there, it's going to be its own little world. Maybe it's like a mile way. and a half to Epic universe yeah. or two miles to Epic universe. But it's definitely, it's an, it's an easy, like I said, uh, the blessing of size with Walt Disney world. Right. But sometimes it's nice to have the smaller size and you can kind of get around really quickly. So yeah. Uh, Cause I drive from uh, animal kingdom over to like some of the other places on Disney property. If you've heard AKL and you're driving yeah. like that can be 15, 20 minutes sometimes if yeah, there's man. traffic. And I'll tell you, man, in like I've experienced Halloween Horror Nights twice now. And for our DDP family who haven't experienced it yet, 
you are just literally on your feet all night. Like, it's not like you're in the parks in Disney and you get on a ride, you can sit on a people mover on Spaceship Earth. Like, no, you're just standing the whole time. And when you get yeah, to a house, you're standing still. It's so taxing, it's, man. You're, it's, it's taxing. So um, so that's definitely a, a benefit. One of the other benefits as well is, uh, you know, staying even at Dockside or Surfside at a value resort, you still get early admission uh, to the world, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So um, that's kind of included one hour before the park opens. So if that's something that is... Um, you know, uh, priority for you staying on site. Yes, you don't get the express pass included. That's for like the higher end, you know, deluxe resorts, but you still get the early mission for an hour. So I think that's a nice, you know, benefit as well. Um, if you're staying at you know, a value universal resort, uh, the big thing is the rooms, right? Um, I think there's, believe there's two different kinds of rooms. There's standard size rooms, uh, sleep up to four adults and two queen beds. Uh, and then they have the two bedroom suites, which we all stayed in. Um, I looked up some prices real quick, Justin, uh, recently, uh, standard rooms started around 99 bucks plus, you know, taxes and all that kind of good stuff and all the, the local fees of, you know, orange County and this and that, uh, two bedroom suites starting at 149 and up and then add on all those fees, but, and also $15 to park a day. So if you've got a car, it's $15 to park a day, but, uh, the two bedroom suites is what we stayed in. Uh, we were very comfortable in those. Um, I was just me and Jen in our suite. So we had like three beds we could have slept in uh, thoughts on the suite. You've stayed in there multiple times. I've stayed in there multiple times. Uh, tell us about like your experience in the suites and like how it worked out really well. Like we had a wet bar set up. We had the, the, mm-hmm. the I mean, we had the, uh, the picnic bench, which was like the, uh, like a dining room table. Like just tell our DDP family about like how the suites work. At least the two bedroom suites work well for us. Yeah. So, and you know this, so for families of five or more, it can be really daunting to find lodging at Walt Disney World. My dog's over there just scratching away. Uh, it can be daunting to find lodging at Walt Disney World or Universal. Like it, It's hard to find rooms that fit that many people that can be budget-friendly. I mean, you can find them. Look, you can go over and do a two-bedroom villa at Saratoga, but it's going to cost you $1,000 a night. Yeah, it's crazy. Here, when you talk about starting at now this is a starting at price i mean listen if you go in the middle of summer like it's going to be a little more expensive but it's still 149 dollars, man and you can sleep up to six people in that room now is it here's the question is it a two bedroom a real two bedroom suite no it is not um it is a standard room with two queen beds that has a dining area has a wet bar uh, that we added a lot of wetness to with all the bottles of alcohol. Um, and then off of that, it has the bathroom. It has a separate um, kind of vanity that you can brush your teeth, get ready, stuff like that. And then it has a bedroom that I would say is more of a kind of glorified large closet that there is a bed in. Um, but here's why it works out so well. If you are parents and you're traveling with the kids or like we are if it's me katie mike and dan we all share in a room katie and i have a separate room now you know it has a door it's a lot of privacy um the parents can have privacy and it is extremely budget friendly i mean it's it's you do not get that too many places on property um around even going over to art of animation joe if you do one of the suites over there they're, I mean, it's starting price four fifty at night. Oh my god, yeah, easily. And, and what's and what you're also getting too, Justin, is within that room, each room has its own giant flat screen television. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
if you and Katie were staying in the one room, you guys have your own TV, your own yep. phone in there. There's a separate closet. But then, you know, it, you know, Mike and Dan were staying in the other room. You know, Dan's cuddling with Mike. You know, yeah, but they want to curl up and watch a movie. They had to because uh, we put know, all of our luggage on the one bed. So I was like, you two got to share a bed. <laughs> just the way it's going to work. But, you know, they were they could watch what they want to watch. It's, you know, so it gives everybody, and honestly, you know, with all seriousness, you got teenage kids, parents, they, they could watch what they want to watch late at night, wind down a little bit. Everybody's on a different schedule, you know, and it makes it nice. So you don't get that really at like a, or you can get it at Disney Resort, but you're going to pay for it a little bit. So I definitely think that is um, a really big plus to it. Um, the, the last thing I want to close out on tonight, you know, is just, I touched on it very briefly, but the positives and the negatives of the resort. Um, like, doesn't matter if it's a, my favorite resort at Disney, Saratoga. It, every resort's got its negatives as well. But positives, I say, I would say, is the rooms are huge. Yes. I, I personally yeah. think they're they're huge. The rooms are huge. The pool has plenty of space. So, or the pools have plenty of space. So, I, even in July, man, I can't just see that place being like where you can never find a chair. This is not, it's you're not going to have that experience. You like it's not going to be like you go to Beach Club. And you're at you know Stormalong Bay, and you can't find a chair. That's not happening at this resort. There's plenty of space there. The bus is easy to get to and from the parks, which I think is a very big uh, positive. The food court I think is is really decent. Uh, me and Mike love the salad bar. Make your own salad bar. It was like ten bucks. Like you can't right. beat that. The offerings are really fresh. We would bring the salad up by the pool, hang out at the McCammons, like you know, waiting to you know go to the parks that night. It was it was perfect. Uh, and there's stuff to do at the resort. Like they got a game room. They got activities. You got the bars outside. There's stuff to do there. You're not just like it's not just like nothing to do. Um, the negatives, I'll say, Justin, is there's a lot of rooms. Um, it's a value, so it can be very loud. Can be loud. The yep. wall, yeah. The, the walls are not so thick, and you may get people like us that were there for a little bit. So we apologize. Any, we we complain. Like, we, we, we were the problem. I think we were the problem. We never got security call us, but you know, so uh, we apologize to anybody who was in the uh, vicinity of that room. I wrote but. this song, Joe, about about that that uh, that stay that night, and uh, I think people will like it. Um, I'll sing you just a quick portion, swift portion. Um, it's called "It's Me." Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> what do you think? Think it's going to be a hit? Uh, I think so. Okay, Especially cool. you singing right. it. So I love it. I, I like good. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a couple of the a couple of the other negatives, man, to close out the show. Uh, unfortunately, you don't get Express Pass. Um, a lot yeah. of people will stay at those premium resorts like you know Portofino Bay or Royal Pacific or Hard Rock just to get that Express Pass. Um, but for our purposes, this was perfect. Uh, the pools aren't really well themed, so you know when you go to an Art of Animation or even a Pop Century. You get the bowling pin pool and things like that. Like you get those themed pools. This was kind of just like a very big concrete kind of jungly kind of pool. Had a little bit of you know curvature to it, but it really wasn't anything to uh, to really shake a stick out. So um, very very busy lobby and the check in process is not a relaxing vibe. Uh, like I said, this isn't a resort you go and hang out in. Like I don't go and I could sit in the lobby of the Contemporary all day or in the Polynesian and be like, this is awesome. Yeah, you're not doing right. dockside. Um, the last thing, you know, parking is fourteen bucks a day. Uh, and it can be a very long walk from your car to your room. I know that because I carried in 100 White Castle burgers plus all of my luggage, uh, and it was a long walk. And I remember, remember when I walked in, like the the box was falling apart because I had to park all the way in the parking garage. So it's a it can be a very long walk from the parking garage to your room. Uh, so that's not that's a very big negative. But besides that, man, it's an awesome resort. 
um, kind of like DDP's like unofficial headquarters for the meantime. I would say so. Yeah. Um, we're going to transfer over to Cabana Bay, which uh, is absolutely incredible. And that'll be the next episode of Split Stays uh, coming up. But um, Justin, just your final thoughts on Dockside. And like, I don't think I'm really going to do a review on Surfside. It's kind of the same thing, just a little bit of the same, same theming. Same yeah. theming. So, but uh, your thoughts on uh, the value resorts for Universal Orlando Resort? Yeah, a couple things. So, um, one, yes, it can be a long walk down those hallways, you know, and and uh, that was epic. You could bring in that many sliders um, from White Castle. I'm surprised all of us survived that night. Um, two, let me tell you a little tip and trick. This is why you use someone like me. Let's say you're going to Dis- or going to Un- Disney. Wow, going to Universal on a budget, and um, excuse me. Um, you want to have a day where you have express pass or you want to, you know, in your heart, you're like, I really want to try one of their resorts that offer express passes, whether it be Portofino Bay or hard rock, you know, Royal Pacific, but it's just not in the budget. Like the, you can't do four nights at, the, at those resorts at that price. What's the name of this show, Joe? That we do split, split stays. Oh, do a split stay because here's the best thing. If you do one night, okay, at a deluxe resort there, premier resort, you will get the express pass for two days. You get it for the day you check in. You get it for the day you check out. That value, if you have a family of four or five people, is cheaper than if you were to pay cash for two days for a express pass. And it is an unlimited express pass, meaning you can get... You can go on the Hulk, get off, get back on the Hulk, get off, get back on the Hulk. I don't know why you do that. Your your head's going to fall off at some point oh, if you keep doing it. Um, but you can. And I tell people all the time, stay at Dockside. Stay there for two nights and then do one night at a premiere and get that two days. Uh, as long as you don't care to go from resort to resort, which is easy. Man, I'm telling you, doing a split stay at Universal is almost easier than Disney because the resorts are so close and that puts it in your budget to where you can have multiple days of having express pass with the cost of a one night stay at premier. And that allows you whenever you're at endless summer to do things like maybe go over and do the water park at volcano Bay, maybe just do a pool day and relax and enjoy evening at city walk because you know that coming up for two days, you're going to be able to do every attraction in universal in uh, islands of adventure and have zero weight a uh, little to no weight uh, it's it's the best way to do it by far yeah you're 100 right i would definitely if you're gonna do all part time and not do any relaxing stuff definitely do the express pass at the end of your trip because you're not yes. gonna want to wait in line <laughs> you go unlimited for two days you're not gonna want to wait in line uh the rest of your time uh, while you're universal but yeah i mean i have the premiere pass i get it i get the express after four me too uh, but this is this is unlimited and you, you can't beat it so um, that's definitely a great tip. And that's why you use uh, a travel agent like Justin and his crew over at Away With Me Travel. So uh, thank you for pointing that out. So, But I think uh, we've kind of talked all we can about Dockside. It's a great resort. We had a blast. I think everybody in our DDP crew who was there had a blast. Uh, it was a great resort to us. As Whenever Jen and I check out of a hotel, we always say she was a good ship. And no, Dockside's definitely like been a, she's always been a good ship to us here at the DDP family. So um, it's great to talk about her tonight. So, But that's going to conclude our... Um, our, our show here for tonight so i hope you guys enjoyed it um our next show is going to be definitely going to be commander bay um like i said justin stayed there recently and so has i and uh so have i and i uh, really look forward to um 
you know, talking about Commander Bay and kind of, you know, expanding our horizon a little bit here in Split State and talking about some of the other resorts outside of Disney Bubble. So looking forward to that. So, but in the meantime, uh, for everybody, if we don't talk to you, have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, have a great holiday season. If we don't, we'll probably do our next episode uh, maybe, maybe in January, maybe the end of December. We'll see if we can get another one out before uh, the year is done. So for all of us here at Split Stays and the DDP family, we hope to see you real soon. And thanks for listening. Have a great night, guys. See you guys.